What's up? What's up? What's up? So what's up, everyone? We are finally here. We are at the end of the regular season in terms of the NFL. And we're going to start to get into different sports betting things in terms of the NFL playoffs. That's going to be a big part. This episode is not going to be more so based on getting into the components of running back, wide receiver, who's going to have the most receptions, the most touches, the most rushing yards, none of that. We're more so going to analyze it from the perspective of who might win, what are some of the X factors that are going to be in terms of the different games that we have for the week. And we have six games this weekend. Before we do any of that, I do want to congratulate everyone that did win in any of their leagues that they played in for fantasy football. I did win in two of my leagues. I came in third in one of my leagues i came in fourth in another league and then i finished outside the playoffs in another league so overall it was a good year having four teams make the playoffs made some stupid mistakes that i look back on and i should have changed the one thing i can say in all the teams that i did win was kyron williams kyron williams was for sure the x factor in every single one that i did end up doing so congratulations to anyone that did have kyron williams in any of their leagues the next thing that I do want to bring up is just talking about the first game that we do have on the schedule. So that is going to be the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans. Just going off of it, on the surface, we have Joe Flacco against CJ Stroud. Great. We have the rookie against an NFL vet who is a Super Bowl champion as well. They're playing in Houston, so Energy Stadium, which was just rocking on Monday for the Washington Huskies against the Michigan Wolverines game. And just kind of going into that, a little deeper when you look at it, you do have a high-profile defense in terms of legit one of the best defenses that are out there. You have Miles Garrett anchoring that defense as well. So I'd have to give the edge to them in that one. The next one we do have is some of the skills positions. If we're looking at wide receivers-wise, you do have Amari Cooper, on one side, you have Nico Collins on the other side. And kind of looking at that, I'd give the edge to Amari Cooper again, another one that's been around for a minute, like third team, because he played on the Raiders, he played on the Cowboys, and he's on the uh, Browns now. I'd probably give it to them. Looking at the tight end position, you have David Njoku against, we have Don Schultz. It's pretty solid. You might give it to the more... Athletic one, I would probably say in David Njoku, we saw what he could do. Whereas for Houston Texans, Don Schultz, it's more of the check down. He's not going to be pulling 50, 60 yard ones just like on a route. If it ends up, if he breaks a couple tackles and does it or is on a screen, yeah, sure. And then looking at it from the running back perspective, we have Devin Singletary. And I guess you could say Damian Pierce against Jerome Ford and then Kareem Hunt. Overall, looking at this game, I would have to go with the Browns. Currently, right now, the Browns are favorites, so they're at minus two and a half. You can go either way with it. For me, personally, I'm going to go with the Browns minus two and a half in this game. It, it might be a lower-scoring game because the Browns are not going to throw up a lot of points each and every week. Looking at the next game, we have... This is a cold-ass game. I'm just going to let you guys know right now. It is going to be cold, but... Miami Dolphins against the Kansas City Chiefs. Looking at the quarterbacks, you have Patty Mahomes against Tua Tagovailoa. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. He's done it numerous times, so you can't really go against him in this. Then looking at it from the running back perspective, you do have Isaiah Pacheco against either Raheem Mostert, 
slash Devon Achen. You got to go with the two-headed monster over there on that one. Wide receivers-wise, I don't even really need to talk about it because we've talked about it the whole year, how the Kansas City Chiefs need to get their act together in terms of wide receivers. They only really have Rasheed Rice, but then you look at it on the other side, you have Tyreek Hill and you have uh, Jalen Waddle. And then you can go a little bit deeper and say Chase Claypool if you want to, but I'd have to give the edge to them. Then kind of going the next step after that, you have uh, Travis Kelsey, who they're saying he's getting older, but what I personally have to say as a pushback to that is kind of look at what has happened throughout the regular season. Um, they don't always need him in the regular season. You need him when it comes time for the playoffs. And it's about to be cold, so I know for a fact that they're definitely trying to make sure he's good now. And then you have on the other side, Titan, you have Durham Smith. So I'm giving the edge to Travis Kelsey, if anything. That's an easy one. Overall, in terms of offensive-wise, you're giving it to the Dolphins if you're looking at it on paper. But you can't do something like this on paper because Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey step it up. It's kind of when Aaron Rodgers was there. It's when Tom Brady was there. Drew Brees was there. Peyton Manning. When they're in the playoffs, it doesn't matter how they got in the playoffs. They're going to find a way to do it in the playoffs. So I would have to go with the Chiefs. And then defenses-wise, I'm going with the Chiefs on that one. Not just trying to choose one side for all of this, but if you're looking on a paper, of course, yeah, sure, Dolphins offense has it all day. But the Chiefs defense has been pushed. They've been pressured. They've been put to the test, so they know what it takes. They know that they're going to have to have somebody over the top every single time against Tyreek Hill. They used to play against Tyreek Hill day in and day out, so they know what they'll need to do. You're going to have to get pressure on Tua Tagovailoa so that whoever is on him, I wouldn't necessarily play zone on him. I'd probably play a man on Tyreek, but also have like a linebacker, somebody like man in the middle of the field and have maybe a cover two over the top so that you're only having Tyreek beat you up front. Can you play zone? Yeah, it's not the end of the world. Just find a way to make sure that you have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill covered and then just force him to run it the whole time. I'd personally rather make Tua throw it because we see what happens when Tua gets a situation and he's pressured and he throws it. The running backs are solid on both of them. But then on the other side, for the Dolphins, make anyone outside of Travis Kelsey catch that ball. Travis Kelsey catches it. It's a different story. But if you make those wide receivers try to have catches, it's different. I'm going with the Chiefs in that one. Right now, it's plus minus four. You don't really want to go with the minus 210 at the straight money line. So I would go with minus four. What I would do, and I can't look at this now because everything's probably not in the books yet. Oh, they do? No, everything's not in the books. They don't have everything for the offense. But they do have, sorry, they don't have everything for the Miami Dolphins. They have everything for the Chiefs. So you could end up pairing it with, like, I guess you could do that. I know that they're, it's not going to be the greatest one. But you can probably do, what does that get you? It's minus 144. It's not the end of the world. So you could do, like, Travis Kelsey, 25 yards, Travis Kelsey, three receptions, and uh, Kansas City Chiefs win if you want to do it, something like that. They probably have to see what's going to happen in terms of Jalen Waddle, who's going to be playing on the running back position for the Dolphins since it's so early in the week. But I'd lean the Chiefs in that one. Going into the next game, 
Bills against the Steelers, on the surface, again, it's straight Bills. Offense, straight Bills. Defense, you might want to lean with the Steelers a little bit, but the Bills are just rolling. I don't have to analyze this one from each level. Quarterback, Josh Allen, better than Mason Rudolph. Going with the running backs, James Cook. I would put ahead of Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. And then wide receivers, I'm putting Stephon Diggs ahead of um, George Pickens or Deontay Johnson. As I, they have Allen Robinson too, but I'd probably put Stefan Diggs ahead. You have Gabe, Dar Gabe Davis, and you also have Shakir that's over there too. When you look at the tight ends, you're going with the two-headed monster. You can count on them in different situations. Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox, you're going with them. Going with the defense, the defense isn't as good as past years for the Bills. So that's why I'd lean a little bit towards the Steelers, just because they do have good players on the Steelers' defense. Only thing overall, that Bills' defense, another one, has been pushed and tested a couple of times, so I would have to lean toward the Bills. The Bills are heavy favorites, plus minus 10, and then also minus 560 is the money line. And that one, going into the next one, we have the Cowboys and the Packers. So looking at this one, we see that quarterback Jordan Love or Dak Prescott you probably would go with Dak Prescott. He's been having a great year, of course. Some MVP consideration has been going his way, too. Looking at the next line, you have the running backs. You have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, or you could go with Tony Pollard and Rico Daddle. I'd probably go with the Tony Pollard side, although the running back is used more in Green Bay. So you could – no, let me take that back. I'm going Aaron Jones. Over Tony Pollard. Wide receivers-wise, you're going with CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, whoever else you want to have over there. Yes, they have Jaden Reed. Yes, they have Christian Watson, and they have other pieces that are coming alive, but I'm going with CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb has put up a dumb season so far this year. One thing, let me see if, because it should have came out as to who led the league. Tight ends-wise, you're going with, Jake Ferguson in that one. Okay, so Tyreek Hill did finish first with 17.99. And then kind of just looking at the next line, looking at the defense, you're going with the Cowboys defense. They have the number one leader in interceptions over there. They have Micah Parsons. They have a solid front seven that's there. Packers, I don't even think it's really going to be that much of a toss-up. Right now, it's closer than the Steelers bills but Cowboys are plus minus seven and a half I'm going with the Cowboys I probably would just I would almost have to parlay it with two games and say like the Bills Cowboys and then have something else in that mix too if I did anything like that next one we're going with is the Rams Lions this is a great game for most different reasons one you can look at the ticket prices on all the games so Browns, Texans, $119 is the lowest price. Chiefs, Dolphins, lowest price is $66 because it's going to be cold. A lot of people are not going to be zero degrees. What? Watch that on TV. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills, $141 is the cheapest ticket. Green Bay Packers, Dallas Cowboys, $103 is the cheapest ticket. Eagles, Bucks, $111 is the cheapest ticket. And then Rams, Lions. $396. You know why? Because Matthew Stafford is coming back to Detroit for the first time. 
And that is a big thing to have as a script. It is going to be the Sunday night game, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Ford Field. You can't write a better script than that. All week long, they're going to hype this game up. Out of any of the games this weekend that has the best narrative for it, it is the Lions and the Rams. Yes, you can argue and say Tyreek Hill is going back to Kansas City. It's going to be cold. That's all I got to say there. And a wide receiver does play a different place than the quarterback is going to play, especially how it was. Like if Calvin Johnson had come back, it would be magnitude like this too. But Matthew Stafford, because he went through so many seasons with that team and then left, won a championship, and now is coming back for the first time. By the way, he is coming back again next year. So they will make that a highlighted game too on both ways. You can see it if the Lions win Rams-Lions next year, that'll be big. If the Rams win Rams-Lions next year, let's see what will happen. Because Jared Goff also plays a factor in this too. But quarterback-wise, I'm going with Matthew Stafford. Wide receivers-wise, that's a tough one. I have to lean towards the Rams though, but that is really tough because Amon Ross St. Brown has been doing really good but I'd have to lean toward the Rams in that one. Tight end-wise, this is also going to play an important factor because tight ends, Sam Laporta would get it, but they don't even know Sam Laporta is going to play. Defense-wise, both defenses weren't great. The running defense for the Lions was good, but that passing defense was terrible. You saw how the way Justin Jefferson just shredded him up. So, Overall, I'm going with the Rams to win this game. The Rams are underdogs. Right now, they are. It's plus minus three. And so, with the plus minus three, then the money line is plus 142 for the Rams, minus 168 for the Lions. I, right now, would take the money line for the Rams just because we don't have all the information right now, and i probably go with that. If it confirms like Sam Laporte is out or someone else, that might go to almost even. But Lions had the better record. I don't know. Something to me just says that the Rams are going to end up getting this game. Going into the final game, we have the Buccaneers and the Eagles. One team rolled into the playoffs. And they didn't even win anything really towards the end. The other team just barely beat the Panthers. Nine to zero. I'm going to keep saying this because I don't think people understand that one team lost numerous weeks in a row has been limited to the playoffs. They got a, a quarterback that got a messed up finger. And then the other team won nine to zero. Baker Mayfield threw for 137 passing yards. Chuba Hubbard ran for 83 rushing yards against this team, and Chris Godwin was the leading receiver. Yes, I know the Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they're going to shred up and down the Eagles defense because it's tissue paper. But I just think that it's going, the Eagles can do enough because they made it to the playoffs. And again, I said it again, and I'll say it numerous times the Eagles will win this game. And then they're going to lose the next round. They're not making it to the conference championship. And I'm okay with that. I don't see them. I don't see any of that happening. So if we look at how things will play out at this rate, also for starters, it's plus minus three. I can legit see it hitting minus three. And then they end up saying it's a push. That's the only thing about when you have plus minus three and there's no 
like a half, you kind of need it for that because I can see it being a field goal as to what ends up happening there. But if the Eagles win and the Rams win, the Rams will go play the 49ers, the Eagles will go play the Cowboys, you'll have the NFC East against the NFC West. They would love to see that. And then you'll have the Cowboys and the 49ers go at it for the championship game to see who goes to the Super Bowl. That game will be damn near $1,000 for you to end up spending a ticket on. Just going to let you know that now. If that happens, oh, it's going to be through the roof for a game like that. Then looking at it on the other side, you have the Browns-Texans. I would say the Browns would end up taking it. Then you would have the Chiefs. And then the Bills. So you would have the Chiefs, Bills. Chiefs have to go on the road, which will be a big thing. And, ooh, this gets exciting. Because it'll be the Chiefs and Bills, and then it'll be the Browns and Ravens. So you'll have a marquee matchup of Rover versus now, because Josh Allen will be at home against Patrick Mahomes. And at the rate that would go, let's say the Bills win. So then you would have the Bills. I think that the Ravens can do this. This is the Ravens' year to win. Because it would be the Bills against the Ravens. That would be a major game as well. Two quarterbacks that both need to make it to that next level. And then personally, this could be the year that the Bills end up making. I don't know why I don't see the Ravens going to the Super Bowl. As much as I don't want to be that person, I could see in it being a Bills 49ers Super Bowl right now. Although it is set up for it to be a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. But something in me just says the Bills 49ers for the Super Bowl. Ravens did well this year, and then they'll have to come back next year. But this is their year. Joe Burrow's injured. You got to do it right now, Lamar. The city would love you for it, everyone, to have Ravens 49ers. And then imagine if the Ravens hosted that trophy. That would be lit. But we'll dive into that again next week. I'm getting excited. Later in the week, we'll break down some more stuff in terms of in-depth like sports betting picks. So I'll end up like letting you know when more numbers come out. I have no numbers right now to go off of. Only ones that I did see was you had the Chiefs numbers. You do have a good amount for the you have stuff out for the Lions game. And then you have stuff out for the Packers Cowboys game. But let me just get the numbers for the Chiefs and the Dolphins game. And then I'll be able to give you everything because everything else is out. It's just that one game that we don't have because I think they're waiting on Jalen Waddle, to be honest with you. Yeah, everything else is here. Well, no, because I'm looking at the Texans. Texans stuff is not here for receivers. So they're probably trying to see what's going to happen over there. And then the Eagles-Buccaneers game, that is later. So I don't think that they'll all be out. Yeah, you only have the Bucks lines out, but you don't have the Eagles lines out. So... I'll let you know later in the week how that ends up going. Till next time, this is Hayes. Good luck to everybody. And we still got more time. We're going to run this back before we end up seeing each other after the playoffs. Uh, round one, we out. <laughs>